when you start to really pay attention to your life, your journey, if you're leading something, you're going to open yourself up to an awareness of tons of different feelings. And for a lot of people, until they're in this place of venturing out, starting something, leading others, trying to develop people, you just don't know what that's like. So one of the things that I'm fascinated by is the loneliness of what it's like to dive into that. And I want to talk through eight different types of feelings that you're going to feel and what you can do about them. And a lot of people discount this and it's such a huge reality of learning to be aware of what's happening emotionally and not dominated by it, that's bad leadership, nor denying it, okay? That's emotionally dysfunctional leadership. So a few things that I wanna walk through that you're gonna feel. Uh, at points, you're going to feel that you are in a place that you're under immense pressure. Um, so reject this lie that says, if you're growing, you'll never feel pressure. You know, you should always just have this overwhelming sense of peace or you're not a great leader. The problem with this understanding is it doesn't account for how growth actually develops. Growth happens at the edge of your ability. It doesn't happen when the water's right here and things are easy. You don't want to be drowning either. And so the real key here is to learn to widen your stress spot. The way that I think about it is like it's developing sea legs. You get ready for the ups and the downs because you're going to have them. You're going to have those. You're going to have these moments where there's a wide variance. There's a wide swing. Uh, stress has been shown to be a bell curve, too little stress, you're not activated enough, you're not developing too much stress, your strengths become weaknesses, you get sloppy. So yes, there is a, a, a spot where stress works for you rather than against you. Um, and for a lot of people, their dynamic range is very, very narrow. What we're gonna do as we grow and we expose ourselves to new opportunities is widen that range. So it's normal to feel pressure Another thing is uh, about leadership and impacting others and going out and venturing forth. Uh, you're going to have a tendency to, to feel completely overrun mentally. It's, it's all consuming. You start to constantly think and turn over problems in your head. And the solution here is to learn to be present. Compartmentalizing is actually healthy when done right. Uh, there's over-compartmentalizing where you fight with your partner or loved one and then you go into the meeting and you never, and you lead well because you compartmentalize it, but you never come back and process the moment with them. So you're over-compartmentalizing. There's under-compartmentalizing where you let whatever's happening in one moment emotionally, uh, you drag the baggage of that into the next moment. Well, what we want to learn to do is to be present wherever we are. We're compartmentalizing in a healthy way, but then we come back to what happened and, and we process it. We think through, what did I do poorly? What could I have done better? Where did I feel insecure? Where did I prove something? Where was I hiding? Whatever we were over or under reacting to. Um, next, you're going to feel lonely. I did an episode on this a while back. Gosh, this may have been like a year ago now, but eight I think eight reasons you feel lonely. Um, that's just a part of it. Because if you're in a place that you're stepping out by very nature of the fact that you're leading, you're going to be misunderstood. It's going to require courage. And um, part of that loneliness is mitigated. And I do a deeper dive on this in the, in the podcast. If you just search for it, eight reasons why leadership is lonely on the site Chef podcast. 
But one of the ways that it's mitigated is by understanding that um, you're never done solving problems. See, what happens with the psychological pressure of this loneliness? It's like, nobody knows what I'm dealing with. Well, yeah, and that's true for all of us. Each of us as individuals never know the unique pressure that another human is facing. But I can tell you that when you understand that you're never done solving problems, that really part of the function of leadership, it's every day solving problems. Now, there's some you want to wait on, some you want to ignore, some, some you want to learn to solve right away. But when you know that, it's like, okay, this is just a part of life. And the, the internal relaxation that happens, it's like you start to just gamify it. All right, this is what it means to be a leader. I'm going to solve problems today. Rather than carrying this thing around, it's like, if they knew, if they only knew. It sounds cliche, but it's true. When you're seeking to be known more than you're seeking to know, myopically, you're focused on yourself. And you're going to miss those cues. So you want to learn to give yourself what you need so that that sight turns from inward to outward. You can notice what's actually happening with others. Um, Next, you're gonna feel tired. If you're getting to the edge of of your abilities, if you're stretching yourself, if you're growing, you're gonna come to a place where um, you're gonna have trouble functioning at your highest mental capacity. Uh, You're going to struggle with sleep. I've had to rebuild my ability to sleep twice. That's insane to me. Uh, hopefully now at 40, I've learned a little bit about what it means to, and here's the solution, recover under pressure. The pressure's never going to be gone. You, you, you're you not going to lead to a point that you go, oh, the pressure's removed unless you're retiring or, you know, sh- selling and shifting to another business or whatever. But as long as you're moving something forward, there's pressure. Now, that pressure doesn't have to be bad. You don't have to hate it. One of my mental exercises that upgrades my mindset every day is to set down all my roles and responsibilities and to pick them up with a sense of freedom. Like, I am privileged to do this. I get to do this. That's not just hype. But it's also understanding that as I move forward, I'm building pockets of recovery in the pressure. So it's not about like, I've got to get to this place where I shut down and I go on vacation or I have the weekend. No, it's in the middle of the weekend. What's it look like to have long form recovery? What's it like to have recovery as a part of my day? Finding the things that in small, medium, big ways, fast charge and slow charge ways bring me a sense of recovery and renewal. And that's fun. That's experimenting and that's learning that. And then when you do it, oh, uh, you, you get those blissed out states in small, medium, and large doses. I'm resisting the urge to go a ton into that. You're going to feel, you're going to feel scared. You're going to feel scared about whatever the next step is. Um, in fact, that's kind of a way that you can gauge, am I taking the next step uh, that I need to be taking? Now, not that you always want to be risking everything, but as you move forward, am I taking the next vulnerable step? And when you understand that you're going to feel scared, then you can focus on taking the clear next step over just being intense. Intense with yourself, which is hype. Intense with your team, which is going to burn them out and cause you to lose credibility. I can always tell when somebody uh, doesn't really know what to do next because they increase intensity rather than increasing clarity. It's fine to bring intensity. You just want to make sure that clarity there's more clarity than intensity. And when we're scared, when we're not getting still and actually seeing what needs to be seen, we get nervous and we uh, let that take over. So we want to just take the next vulnerable step. It's a clear step, more than we're just trying to increase intensity. Um, After you take this step, it's normal. 
you're going to feel anxiety. Um, I want to use the word I get worried, you, you know, because some of you for the clinical piece of anxiety, if you have the the brain chemistry with a predisposition to this and you need to do whatever you've got to do for your betterment. But it's normal as a leader too, you're going to feel circumstantial anxiety. Um, and, and this isn't something necessarily that you have to, to take medicine for. This is related to a circumstance. Instead, what you want to learn is that as you take these steps, as you rise in leadership, you know, there is more risk in what you're doing. The lower the task, the more direct, fast feedback you're getting on whether you're doing the right or the wrong thing. The higher the task, when you're, when you're setting vision, when you are dealing with strategy, um, you're in a place where you're less connected to that immediate feedback and that data. So what you're wanting to learn to do when you feel worried because that's normal, is not being attached to the results, but instead attached to the moment. And we're going to get into this a little bit more in a second. Well, I guess I could talk about it now. I mean, it's just the ability to be present. But when you can be present, you can be clear even when you feel afraid. And what you'll find with a lot of people is they're glossing over the moment and they're skimming the surface, especially leaders, because they're in this place where they're like, I've just got to get to this result. And it's like, I'm going to grin and bear it to get to a point that uh, I'll finally have what I need or I'll finally have this outcome. And you don't know that that's what's going to happen. Now, you're getting smarter as you go, hopefully. But as you get smarter as you go, you learn to go, okay, I'm going to take the clear next step. I'm not going to mask over my fear with an increase of intensity. And even as things are developing and playing out, I'm paying attention and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel worried or anxious, but I'm going to release that, give myself to what's happening in this moment and let this continue to play out. I know that's hard. And, and these are skills that people spend years and years developing. You can get it through decades of meditation as a Buddhist monk, you can try to get it fast, jumping off a Red Bull uh, cliff diving um, competition. Or what we do with Sight Shift, we teach people how to do this, how to be present in the midst of their anxiety, uh, their struggles, whatever it is as a leader where they feel worried. Um, and that's a skill. You can develop it. Uh, you're going to feel like a, as a leader um, that, oh, I just can't be me sometimes. I got to be fake. I got I to gotta play into this role. Almost like you're outside of yourself watching your performance. And the solution there is to understand that um, you are more dynamic in range than the thing that you just think you need to manifest. So it's not about being fake. It's making peace with the fact that because you're dynamic in range, different uh, roles, we call them meta roles, leader, empath, and sage, need to come to the foreground or different parts need to move to the background depending on what you're facing. Um, and so it's not about this quest, like I've got to just be me. That's just who I am. They got to deal with it. No, it's about learning how to be your whole self, be who you are in and of yourself, but manifest that in these different roles as it's needed for the leadership enterprise you're involved in. So it's making peace with that. Uh, it's normal that you're going to feel, um, distracted by comparison. Uh, you're going to feel jealousy. You're going to look at other people and go, well, look at where they are and look at where I am. Um, and 
I want you to be the kind of person who can build what they love and enjoy the journey. How do you do that? You really do learn to become fascinated with your growth and then the growth of others because that's really what leaders do. They grow people. Uh, people are the vision. Um, you become more fascinated with your growth and the growth of others than the certain outcomes, results, or benchmarks. Now, I want the outcomes, results, and benchmarks. That's great, okay? It's just not what is the main focus. And then you get to relax and enjoy the impact. So these are things that are normal to feel as a leader. As you lead and lead well and you feel these things, I want you to watch out for them in your own uh, story and journey and leadership development and know that it's not bad to feel them. It happens. You receive it. You're not dominated by it. You're not denying it. You're with it and let it use you to, to grow and open up an appreciation for uh, what it means to become dynamic as a leader. Peace.